Thank you to Wicked Good Soul for supporting this episode of Rogue and Reasoned. We've all been there, right? Struggling with a career choice, relationship challenge, or other life valley, and needing a little direction? Wicked Good Soul offers soul readings, astrological consultations, and other spiritual resources to help guide you through those times. I have to say, I personally gained a lot of insight about my journey through my reading and love the earth-based, comprehensive approach Wicked Good Soul embodies. Ready to dive in? Visit www.wickedgoodsoul.com, complete the booking form to schedule your session, and use code ROGUE20 at checkout for 20% off. Don't forget to connect on social media also at Wicked Good Soul. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to a fresh new episode of Rogue and Reasoned. And if we haven't met yet, I'm your host, Loris von Siegman. Please take this as a big official welcome to our community. Here we chat about all things life, business, and badassery and what it means to redefine reckless. I'm glad you're joining us and I can't wait to dig in with you. But before we do, I feel it important to mention something very huge going on in our world right now, and that is the war in Ukraine. I don't wish to get too political on my podcast because really, I don't know how much politics even exists anymore. It's just a giant show of money, power, greed, violence, and entitlement at this point. And it's terrible so many innocent people are suffering now because of it. If you are from Ukraine, have friends and family there, or just feel deeply for those being affected by this, know that my heart, hope, and prayers are with you. I'd also like to encourage you not to just blindly trust the narrative that rolls across the popular news channels. Seek out independent news sources, educate yourself on the history of the conflict between countries in the region, and learn how it affects our world as a whole and will affect it for years to come. The platforms that we default to or rely on, including social media, choose what information is presented to us. Asking questions and validating information is important in all areas of life. All right, so I'm curious about your initial interpretation of this episode title. I'm good at a lot of things. I mean, it sounds super conceited, right? Well, if you agree it does sound that way, here's the exact person I want to chat with. And if you don't think so, then I think we might already have the same mindset. Somewhere along the line of your life, you were likely told not to brag, to be humble. And while conceited behavior does exist, and there is a point in which you are just being selfish, I don't agree that it's completely off limits to talk about your finer points at appropriate times, including what you are good at. Why are we ashamed? Why are we required? to gloss over the parts of us that stand out from others? And why do we feel as though there are a finite number of things we can be good at? The inability to acknowledge our own talents, gifts, and worth hinders our movement throughout life. We don't want that. We don't need that. That's not what we are here for. So say it with me. I'm good at a lot of things. I am good at a lot of things. Take that as conceited if you want. But rather than pretend I'm not multi-talented, I'm going to choose to appreciate that there's a range of things I am good at, and some don't look like the others. 
The things you are good at can be from one end of the spectrum to the other. Like, I'm good at designing dinner tablescapes, but I'm also a good marksman. They are completely unrelated to each other. You can be athletic, but also good in business. You can be a good chef, but also really good at, I don't know, belly dancing. You're not limited to one category, so keep that in mind as we talk. I'm pretty sure I've said something along the lines of this in another episode, but I think it bears reminding. We accept that professional athletes and other well-known people are good in several areas, but for the everyday person, or ourselves, nah. If we try to be good in a sport, have an alcohol brand, write a book, and design jewelry, we are all over the place. None of those things will work because we have to focus on something to be good at it. But famous people, they're killing it. We have a weird different standard, apparently. And if you're struggling right now to think of the things that you are good at, know this. Everyone is good at something. Really. Even if it's just surviving. If you're here, you're alive, and you're making that happen, that in itself is a skill. We find a way. Or natural selection will find its way, right? (laughs) So what makes a person good at a lot of things? Or capable of being good at a lot of things? Well, it's simply their passion, commitment, and desire to be, to explore all areas of themselves. If you feel limited in what you're good at, it's because you're limiting yourself. It frustrates me to hear people say they aren't good at something. Typically, it's a volunteered statement. No one asks if you are or aren't. It's usually just an unsolicited response to something else occurring. Like, at work, let's say. Someone on your team notices a mistake in some data you've presented, and your response is, gosh, I'm just not good at Excel spreadsheets. You're so much better with them than I am. In my opinion, I feel saying you aren't good at something is really saying one or more of these five things. One, you don't want to be good at something, and you aren't interested in it. Instead of saying that, I have no interest in developing my skills in this area and owning it, It serves as a convenient cop-out for someone else to pick up the slack and do the work. Two, it's an attempt to avoid failure or hide your lack of effort, as if it is really genetics, the universe, or some other outside reason. You aren't great. You just weren't born with it. It couldn't be you and your low standards of what is acceptable. No. Three, You are actually seeking attention or affirmation instead. You want someone to contradict your claims and assure you that you are. You need a pat on the back or to be told, well, you might not be good at this. You are good at all these other things. Four, you are impatient and just haven't found what you are good at. So it's easier to just call out the things that you aren't. But remember, We aren't all on the same pace journey. And five, you have an unrealistic view of perfection and what might be considered good. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Verb Energy. In need of a little morning boost or afternoon pick-me-up, Verb Energy's bite-sized bars pack as much caffeine as a shot of espresso, just without the coffee jitters. Actually, they are made with organic green tea and come in flavors like cookie butter, red velvet cake, salted peanut butter, and lemon raspberry. 
and at just 90 calories, we can all continue to try and be our best selves in 2022. Are you in? Snag your 16-bar starter pack and get over 50% off using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at Verb Energy and show off your favorite flavor in your stories and posts. Be real. Why is it that you've said you weren't good at something? What is your purpose behind saying that, either to yourself or out loud? I think a lot of our reasons are immature and childish. They show frustration and avoidance. If you don't want to be good at something, say you don't want to be. If you suck, own that you could give it more effort. If it's important, like having accurate data in your presentation, try harder. Figure out Excel. If you need constant affirmation, well, that's annoying to those around you. Heal your inner shit before you go around putting it on other people. Patience isn't easy. You're talking to a very impatient person here. But you're not going to have the same life as someone else. Your good might need more time to develop. You might need to try more things and explore more. Just as beauty is in the eye of the beholder, so is perfection. Everyone can be good at a lot of things. Like I said, I think it boils down to the desire to be. And being good at a lot of things is actually easier than you think. You can be good at more things in just a few minutes by simply acknowledging them. Ta-da! A lot is also subjective. There's no set goal or number to reach or definition of what good is. Perhaps you can spend some time developing your interpretation so you can more clearly evaluate your successes and failures. Take away the gray area. And pro tip, it's available to you if you put in the effort. Everything can be learned. No one pops out of the womb a pro at anything. Fuck, even a future business billionaire, as a baby, can't even wipe its own ass. They just shit themselves. Based on that reality, you've already come a pretty... Far away, don't you think? Learned a lot? Remember, you aren't locked into your natural gifts either. Things that come easily to you. The universe has not limited you. And the options are literally endless. Create a list of what you still want to learn or explore about yourself or life. Try them. You may be good at it. Or you can get good at it. Really, I feel like the resounding theme here, in case you haven't picked it up, is being good is an option as long as effort is also on the table. It will take some people more effort than others, yes, but effort is the gas, the fuel to being good. So what about being a jack of all trades, but a master at none, as they say? Is that okay? Or should we let go of a few goods to get a great? Well, that is 100% up to you. Do you want to obsess over one thing in life in the hopes of becoming great? Or do you want a life of exploration, personal development, and growth in many areas? To me, if you don't venture out of your comfort zone and aren't open to being good at a lot of things, you may have a lot of missed opportunities and experiences. I think it's better to live wide, expand your capacity, and ignore what society tells us we have to be good or great at. I read an article by Danielle Cheeseman, sorry if I'm mispronouncing her name, for The Good Trade, in which 
personal development coach and therapist, Alan Tang, was interviewed and quoted. And I want to share a snippet that I loved. It reads, quote, in Tang's words, be childlike. It can take time to identify which interest resonates with us most. So we're encouraged to eagerly immerse ourselves in whatever catches and holds our attention until it doesn't anymore. We don't know how deep our interest is in something unless we have allowed ourselves to enthusiastically pursue it. So keep having fun wherever your interests lead you until they no longer do. But as long as your interest is still there, keep following it. Don't ever ignore the urge inside you. Indulge it. End quote. We need to give ourselves an opportunity to find all the good parts that are hiding. I also get frustrated when people have the view that when you're multi-passionate or good at many things, it's just a collection of hobbies, as if the only way you can make money is by focusing on or being great at one thing. I've personally experienced a ton of resistance with this in my own life because, again, the things that I'm good at don't necessarily look like the others. I went from managing corporate fitness centers to working in law enforcement to developing digital content and supporting small business owners. I was and am good at all of those. But people will question your credibility and viability in these situations because they don't all align. So you can prove it to them or ignore them and move along. Of course, you can't use the term multi-passionate as a veil, though. It can't serve as the blame for why you are jumping from one thing to another at a whim without a plan or any genuine purpose, maybe even being completely irresponsible. I genuinely wanted all of these careers. Being flaky is still real. And also being good at a lot of things doesn't automatically make you successful. Sometimes it can be a distraction instead. But I think just because you are a master at something, it doesn't mean you'll be rich off that either. You may not even want to monetize it. So what good is it? If I were to choose, I actually think being good at a lot of things is safer than being great at one from maybe a financial perspective. You always have a part of you to fall back on when another isn't working out or you need a break from it. One talent will feed your other talents. And really, perhaps all the good things blend together into something great. You. You yourself are great. Let's visit you here for a second. How are you self-talking? Again, I may seem cocky saying that I'm good at a lot of things, but really, I think I'm just giving myself the recognition I deserve for all of my hard work and for trying new things. Not for you to judge or know, but for me to hear. And I'm saying this on a podcast because we are having a discussion about it, but I don't step out of my house on a random Tuesday and start telling everyone I see how I'm good at all these things. It's for me to know, and when appropriate, acknowledge in front of others. But knowing what you're good at, accepting it, appreciating it, is an easy way to build a ton of confidence. Generally speaking, I feel like society makes us feel like we can only choose one of anything. More is greedy. Too much is bad. But that's not the case. We can have as much as we want and need, including things we are good at. The sooner we can get clear on being good at something, including the facts surrounding it, our attitude towards it, expectations and pressures of it, the sooner we can really move in life, enjoy life, make the most of it. And that's the ultimate goal, right? To live a full life. 
sound off on this and tell me your thoughts on Instagram by commenting on the episode post or by tagging at Rogue Reason Podcast in your posts and stories. Do you think it's okay to be good at a lot of things and say you're good at a lot of things? I'll be waiting to hear from you there whenever this chat reaches your ears. And I'll be back next week for a brand new episode. Until then, kids, have a great fucking week. And prayers to those at work. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogan Reason podcast, visit www.loraswansiegman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.